Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hi, this is comedian and depressed alcoholic James Nokise, and you're listening to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower, a podcast about headspace and happiness. From my safe space, the shower with fried chicken. This episode, I'm talking to netballing legend and queen of the north, Nolene Todor. We'll talk about her philosophy of coaching. Happy people make happy players. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't mean that we have to all be singing kumbaya, mm. but it's where they are, who they are. Mm. They can contribute to the bigger picture and they have a voice. Her philosophy on players. There's many ways of killing the cat or skinning it, mm -hmm. and it doesn't all have to be the same. Right. It can be anything you want it to be that's going to make people move and groove, and I think that's what it's all about. And her philosophy on just sticking around. Because how long have you been involved in netball? Oh, like 400 years. <laughs> like, and sometimes I think, shit, can I do anything else in my life? <laughs> Some of this will get a bit real. The language, the subjects. So make sure you're in a safe space with your comfort food. And join us, eating fried chicken in the shower. Kia ora and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower. I'm James Nakise and with me today uh, is Dame Nolene Tauru. Uh, is, is that the correct title for you? Do you, do you have Dame, uh, the smartest woman in netball, the, uh, the, the god of New Zealand's netball, is uh, it a queen in the north? Is there a... Queen of the north. <laughs> I don't know which one's... Probably oh, queen in the south. Something. I was <laughs> going to say something. Oh, look, um, it doesn't sit with me, actually, to be honest, yeah. but I'm getting better. You're the second dame we've had in the shower. Oh, who's the first? Yeah, no, we've had Marilyn uh, yeah, in the shower, but yeah. before she was a dame. Yeah, oh, and, wicked. Yeah. And we had John Campbell here before he was a Samoan chief. So is I, he a Samoan chief? He is. We claimed him. Wow. I know. How did he get there? Uh, I'm not sure, but if you want, I can find <laughs> out. Like, I think you've, you've wow. coached enough netball players wow. that, who are Samoan that we can probably get you a title if you wow. like. Wow. There's Whakapapa in there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we're all cousins in there. Lovely. <laughs> so I look forward, you know, I'm not trying to say that big things could happen for you for coming in here, but when it's Governor General uh, Nolene Dao, I'll look forward to that too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. How, how is your life at the moment? How are you, how are you doing? Um, my life's really good. How I measure yeah. or how my life is good, if hubby's good, yeah. he's actually not too bad. We go up and down, up and down, up and yeah, down, yeah, like, yeah. like you do. Yeah, as you do, um, as you do. But he's good at the moment. Yeah. And then if the kids are good, I'm good. Well, what, what chicken have we got today? Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's, uh, it's Karaje. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you yours. Oh, thank you. Because we thank do you, actually. Thank you. It's not just for show. We eat, we eat here. Thank you. It's lovely. Have you, um, have you, have you ever considered this and, and helping with team psychology? Uh, let's get chicken. Chi chicken in the shower for everyone. 
well, I like being creative, so I like the style. I like doing things a wee bit different. Uh, I think it it provides a relaxing atmosphere. (laughs) It's something uh, that I haven't been involved, so no shower, no Mm. uh, robe or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, both. No, look, get involved. Well, no, sometimes why? I think, you know, there's many ways of killing the cat or skinning it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't all have to be the same. Right. And that's, that's the exciting thing, because it can be anything you want it to be that's going to make people move and groove, and I think that's what it's all about. Is that part of your coaching stuff? Like, uh, like getting, getting people moving and grooving? Yeah, I, I, at the end, I... Not that I'm a religious person, but mm. uh, do unto others like you, like your dad would say. Or <laughs> yeah, does he yeah, say? Oh yeah, yeah uh, you know. Well, my dad would say, "Where's my chicken?" That's what my dad would say. <laughs> Followed by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do unto others. If you get Dave right. Nolan some chicken, you will get right. me some chicken. That's Ooh. right. Everyone in the same boat. Exactly. I like that. I like that about people, and I like about people having the opportunity mm. and um, feeling really good about themselves yeah that's what I like and it just happens to be for us it's netball we use netball as a vehicle to showcase what we do I mean you say you're not religious but to many netball people and you know I'm, I'm not a, a player but I'm definitely related to people yeah. who play yeah. what you did with the silver ferns is being considered quite the miracle you took them from what in 11 months from a pretty low low to the I was I was in the oh man I was in London when you Were won you? oh yeah oh that's oh, so especially cool especially after the cricket world cup oh I soaked that in oh yeah yeah <laughs> that was so cool actually we watched that cricket world cup as well so mm. we were all on the bed everyone sort of screaming and yelling <laughs> you know and sort of felt the vibe of what happened and mm. it's whatever. Oh, 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 yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Wipe your mouth. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. So when you're, um, when you're looking at... Because you came into the team after they'd had their big defeat. Yeah. And like, the way you're talking about, you know, getting people grooving, happiness mm. and all that. Mm. And this is a team who've been, you know, crying on TV and, mm. and this words being thrown around... And, uh, embarrassing and, mm. and you know kind of stuff that makes people feel mm. self-love and we know how much pressure New Zealand I don't think our international listeners can truly understand mm. New Zealand's pressure on its athletes mm. Mm. you're coming into that environment uh, from a you know we're a mental health podcast mm. from a mental point of view what are, what are you seeing mm. um, I think well I don't think when I see that I see people mm-hmm you know, it's just how we sometimes, um, I don't know if it's just in society or how we think about things, sometimes we attach a person to being an athlete mm. first, mm. or a person being an actress or actor, first musician, whatever, and then it sort of, to some degree, puts them either up in a pedestal or puts them in a place where they're untouchable. and they're supposed to act or behave in a certain way and everyone sort of perceives them to have this lovely, amazing life. Mm. 
Whereas, just like I see people for people, it just happens to be that we play netball, yeah. all the musicians. But there's so many things that go in and around behind the scenes, mm. you know, and it just gets to when we're out on the court, everything's got to work out really well. What happens off court, your disciplines and your mm. habits and routines, it's going to play a part that you can express yourself on court. Mm. So... <clears throat> so you know, I, it, it, at that time, I suppose I was in a different place because I was seeing it from the outside. Mm. When I saw all the emotion around the players and players that I've had a bit to do with mm. and then around the coach and then around the organisation and the abuse yeah, yeah. and what happens post-com games mm. and then just the general public of the perception of the netball and the players, mm. which is sometimes fueled by media as well mm. and wanting a story so it's just a big machine yeah you know I see it as I see it as a big machine but where people can get hurt well you're, yeah because you're talking about it's a big machine but it's a big machine for the human beings mm. how do you connect with that humanity in, inside the machine, the sport machine? Yeah. Well, I mean, my my starting point is always the person, no matter what. I've always had the same, happy people make happy players. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't mean that we have to all be singing kumbaya, mm. but it's where they are, who they are. Mm. They can contribute to the bigger picture and they have a voice. And I always think, and it may be just how I've grown up, or um, my ups and downs being yeah. a player or whatever. You know, I, I've been through many where I just didn't feel like I fitted yeah. or I couldn't say what I wanted to say mm. or didn't know how to say it, mm. just depending how old I was. So I always had this thing where I wanted a certain environment and mm. wanted to create that so people can be, be safe, they know they're safe, and they can say what they want. Where does that come from for you? Like, is that something you, you learned growing up in your youth or is that something that's come to you uh, in your playing years? Mm, I think some of it has come through my playing years. Some of it has come through our culture. Mm, mm. Being a young female, not not saying anything, mm. depending where you sit in the picking order yep. or what context or what environment you're in, mm -hmm. you have a place Mm. And when you want to say something, but you know that's not your place, mm. just that, that that feel that can go in there. Mm. But also that balance, knowing it's culture. Mm. So where do you sit as a person? Mm. What does it take away from you or mm. limit you and your potential? I think my sister and my son and cousins oh. listening to this will be able to relate. Uh, they say, go girl, I know what <laughs> and uncle's going to say. What do you, you know. what do you what do you do with that frustration? What do you what, how do you channel it? Because you seem a very positive mm. person, and, mm. and the way you talk about people. What do you mm. do with it? I'm a I'm a coach. Yeah, that's mm. what I do. But overall, my thinking is to create the environment um, that uh, gives meaning. Mm. So when it's meaning, it's meaning of the culture, and it's meaning for the person, the individual person, mm. because. At the end of the day, at the end, we will either win or lose on that particular day. Mm. If we lose, does that make us a worse person mm. or a bad team? Mm. No, it doesn't. Sometimes it means somebody else is better than us. Yeah, yeah. Or we haven't learnt from our past mistakes. Mm. So there's usually something wrong in the process that we have it, but just sometimes somebody's better. 
yeah. and you've got to be able to take that. Yeah. Or I'm not at the level that I need to be, and mm. you've got to be able to take that because that will give you the motivation to be better. Mm. So it doesn't it doesn't define who we are. Mm. So what defines it? What defines who we are as a team? What defines who you are as a person? That gives me meaning, and that gives that individual meaning. And I feel that's what it's about. Because yeah. we're, you know, at the end, you only got a small amount of time or short amount of time that you're involved in netball as a silver food. Mm. Then what do you do? Yeah. Like you, that you help your family. Mm-hmm. You help your community mm. and what you learn here that you can sell the word or, I don't know, yeah. pass it on to others. So as a society, we're all better. Because how long have you been involved in netball? Oh, like 400 years. <laughs> like, and sometimes I think, shit, can I do anything else in my life? <laughs> Just bloody netball, you know? Mm, mm. But it's been, the sport's been really good. And uh, the good thing is that we've got really good people. Is that, yes. yeah, have some play on this. Have some more yeah. chicken because I'll get ahead I of can, you. I can feel some chicken in my teeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that <laughs> happens too. That's a... <laughs> That's a side effect of this. Do you, do you have a meeting after this? Are we going to ruin your meeting? With, it's all right. They know? used to move to get my I think that humanness is a real, like, a, a really important aspect uh, that seems like it's quite modern for sports teams. You know, a lot of the time when we hear about sports teams, we hear about their culture. Mm. But I think we associate that more with training mm. and um, rhythms. Mm. You know, like we, we think of more uh, get up at six o'clock, mm. do your 10,000 hours, all that kind of stuff. But we don't think about the human side. Mm. Could you um, enjoy your chicken by mm. all means? But mm. can, you, can you walk us through kind of like how you, things you did with the culture? Um, with the silver ferns to, to get them into that mentality? Uh, I think the first thing is, like, there's a lot of good people who's involved, mm. and that's the first thing. You know, like, if you come in, I think humility is a really good thing, mm. and patience is a really good thing, and knowing where, to, even though I'm probably just contradicting myself, <laughs> knowing where your place is. Mm. So me coming in in the first instance is recognising all those good people, just because we didn't win that bit, mm. who have been staunch, who have been so committed to our sport, mm. and knowing that they will be forever until they go to the grave. Yeah. So where are those good things and then where are the gaps? Right. And then just prioritizing the gaps, having a good strategic plan, knowing what the front look what's the start looks like, what the end looks like, which was holding that cup up, mm-hmm. and then being adaptable to work within with the people uh, to move each stage so to without, get to the end. Without naming names, what's a what's an example of that? Like without What's a, what's a way in which you helped a player get um, from, from low to high? I think, you know, um, it's actually the environment that helps them. Right. So if you create the environment that everybody feels that they've got a dollar's worth, I can tell you, yeah. but I, you know I've got your back. Right. You can tell me, yeah. and you've got to vice versa, and we're all on this boat together, and we're all going to do that, yeah. but, but accepting individuals for who they are yeah. and what they're going to bring to the table. Then, if you're in the right boat, mm. people go, ah. Oh, Ah, and then yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Why don't you try it? That's oh, 
yeah. Because yeah. I can't, you know, some of the stuff, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, but if you get your mate, peers mm. are always, so your mate says to your mate, this mm. is what you do, I'll yeah. help you do that, raises the bar. It's actually the environment that moves everybody. Yeah. So your strength is the collective, Mm -hmm. and then if there is a weak spot, that's the weak for the environment. So what do you need to do to help that person? Because if we're all working in the same and we're all pegging it the same way, there's no way that there's going to be a loop or no man himself, you know, no man by himself. So... um, so uh, I, there's so many things that sort of we went through in the process, um, and it probably didn't hit individuals until we got to the end, and they go, "Ah, oh, this is why we did things back there." To, to expand on that metaphor, what's what's going in the boat? What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. To, to build that boat, who's building what? Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, Geez, I might change my boat to a house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got a house. Okay, we've it's got a house. boat, but it's a house. A, yeah, yeah. An ark. Yeah, it's an ark. All right, we're building an ark. I'm, I'm here with Noah Taura, the, the coach of the ark. <laughs> Um, I think, well, around it is it's the culture. So mm-hmm. uh, it is a boat. It can be a, yeah, a house. Mm-hmm. I think if I look at the concept as the first thing, so if it's a house, you've got, you've got the land. Mm-hmm. So the land represents either where you come from. If, if it's back mm-hmm. in my culture, mm-hmm. you're, you're whakapapa. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I, uh, to Ngāpuhi, my mātātua, you know, mm-hmm. my land. Mm-hmm. And it could be, I don't know, 707 Pukahina Parade, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, your land, wherever your house goes on. Mm-hmm. If it's earthquake, then that's going to make a difference to your house. Mm-hmm. So then you put your walls up, or you put your foundations, so your foundations are the first thing. Mm-hmm. So, and our foundation phase, I got so many people through. We did a quad series and constellation cut. Uh, usually you don't. You've got to earn the right mm. for to wear the silver fern. But I need to see who could actually stand up mm. and who couldn't and then what was the support needed. So we had over 30 athletes that went through two campaigns. Mm. Uh, I had to work with the service providers and then the club staff to try and build the foundation. Mm. Once I knew what that was, then you're trying to find the priorities. So the priorities are the four walls. Mm. And then don't worry about anything else. Just yeah. for find where the areas that you're going to move and improve performance fast. Right. Once the four walls up, you can't have. You got to make sure it's integrated. Mm. So if one wall falls down, mm. then the roof is going to the ceiling. The yeah, roof yeah. is going to fall down. So it's the integration of the four walls that makes the support strong. Mm-hmm. And then you put the roof over the top, which is what I call the moi moi, the vision. Mm. So uh, the dream. Yeah. So if anything, over the um, 11 months, I was working all. Mm. So our foundation is our identity. What did we want to, what did we want the silver ferns to look like? Right. You know, yeah. what type of game we want to play? Mm. Who are we? Um, what are the behaviours that uh, we need to demonstrate, both mm. on and off court? Mm. Mm. That looked at the areas, strategic pillars. I know this sounds so boring. No, Performance. No, no, yeah. That's, I think people, people can relate to this. Leadership. Wow. We're out with our walls, and then you put the ceiling on, so above and beyond. Yeah. Pure. Pure was our values. Right. 
play to win, united we are ready, uh, relentless, mm. and then explosive game. Yeah, because I think people can listen to this, and yeah. even if they're not sports yeah. people, if they're yeah. business people, if they're um, social yeah. people, and they're just trying to end their own lives, yeah. knowing base, walls, yeah. ceiling. And I think the other thing that we have spoken about within our team, like our values was huge in regards to pure, mm. but it was also that pure space that you're in. Mm. Like when you accept and I know when you accept the good and the bads about you mm. and everybody else, right. and this is us. Yeah, this right. is it. Like Michael Jackson, yeah. this is it. Right, you know, right, yeah. da- if if anything, mm. this is who we are. This yeah. is how we are. Mm. Let's back ourselves. Yeah. You know, you can't be everything. Yeah, we only had eleven months. We can't be everything and get everything right. So we yeah. had to prioritize with the walls, mm-hmm. and this is it. And let's play. Great. So um, that's what pure is. Mm. That you can express yourself, and you know this is us and this is who I am. It's that pure state of mind. Awesome. So That's great. Opens the, opens the roof mm. so you can see the stars. Oh, you've got an open roof now. You've got a big in the oh, arc. Amazing. amazing. <laughs> oh, it's just very fancy arc now. <laughs> so you can look through and you know which way you're going. Oh, yeah, good. Yes, that's also important. Know it which is. way you're going. Exactly. It is. Because yeah. what is today doesn't need to be what it is tomorrow. Oh, cool. What it was yesterday doesn't have to be like that. It, it can be anything you want, and there's so many examples of people being able to do amazing things. But so as long as you've got a strong arc, the journey yeah, is going to be yeah, a lot easier. Yeah, that, it is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, good people who are rowing at the same yeah, time, or <laughs> pushing the boat, or uh, putting the anchor down to stop. <laughs> do not move. Before we go this way, yeah, no, put the anchor yeah, down. Put yeah. the anchor down. Stop, stop. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Call me. Eating fried chicken in the shower. There's no I in team, but there's two in fried chicken. Were you scared coming in? Was it intimidating? Mm, no, I wasn't scared. Um, I was looking forward to the challenge. I love those. I love challenges. Yeah. If I if I didn't think if I was scared, then I'm not the right person for the job. Mm. Um, I enjoyed the challenge, which is why I actually took it on. Mm. Because I've sort of done, you know, like I've been around 100 years, so I've done quite a few things, but this was something that I hadn't experienced before. Is that why you went into coaching? Because was it like three... I don't even know why the hell I did go into coaching. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go into coaching, I just got coerced and then got it was coerced. too late and I couldn't get out. And then I think, what else can I do? Because you retired from playing like 99. Was it 99, 2000? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't retire. I got the boot. Oh, well, okay. Well, I didn't make the team. Didn't make, but mm-hmm. you, you'd have been injured, I thought, as well. Yes. But I'll, t- I'll tell you why I remember that um, is because uh, in '99, uh, when I was finishing up at high school, um, I was quite—I was into athletics. I'm a big mm. athletics person. Mm. I was sprinting, mm. and um, I did the hurdles. Mm. Uh, and I wasn't really meant to do the hurdles, but you know, I could run really fast, uh, and I was good at high jump and long jump. So mm. the coach went, "Oh, you can do hurdles." Mm. Twisted my knee. Mm. I was feeling really down there. ICL? Uh, no, no, no. Mm. Almost though. Like, mm. um, sprain, not, not snap. friend of mine did his ACL, and mm. that was just horrible to watch. Because poor communities in New Zealand, you've got no... It's, you know, it. it's not like with basketball when you can get the surgery and all that. Yeah, so. see ya, that's it. Yeah. Mm. Right. Was, that, oh, was your injury an ACL? Mate, I've done two ACLs. Oh. Mm. 
<laughs> still, still good though? No. No? No, I, I don't even, Debbie, who's the um, assistant coach mm. for Silver Ferns, we both live down in the bay, mm. and then she rings me up and says, will you play netball on Wednesday? No. You're still getting people calling you up to play That's netball. That's terrible. That's crack up. It's terrible. It's bad. I mean, it'd be pretty so intimidating. Bad. Like yeah. you could just come stand on the sideline. That's like Jordan showing up at a, like a pickup game. It's bad though. <laughs> like when you get into reality, yeah. like yeah, yeah. it's bad. And I know me. I just can't afford to get injured. Mm. You know, my DB is an old ex New Zealand player, like mm. six foot two, yeah. three Amazon woman. Yeah. So she gets in there and gets in these young ones' heads, <laughs> puts all her arms out. Like yeah. So she loves it. But you'd have the mama. You'd just be staunch. They'd be like, "Oh man, I think that's nose on the sideline." <laughs> nah. <laughs> or you can nah. show, show up with a clipboard and nah. be like, "Oh man, they've got oh, nose no, coaching them on the sideline." No. Oh bugger that, eh? I just can't do it. Does that give you perspective, having had injuries? All that it stuff? does. Yeah. Gives me good perspective. Gives, gives me, um, when you do a knee or an injury that finishes your career, mm-hmm. when you think of mental health, it's very abrupt. Mm. And it's very... Um, I think, I mean, transition into post or from post netball or post any sport mm. when you have a high level. Actually, apparently, it's really high. Mm-hmm. And apparently, which is what I learnt over in Oz, it's got through these neurologist people. It's got the same sort of I don't know measurements of post. You know, like war. I know this sounds yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah. But it really is massive when you finish like elite athlete and then you go into nothing. Right. And there's been no transition yeah, yeah, program. Yeah. Because people are used to the routines, the disciplines, everything there. Then if you haven't sorted your life out, what mm. you're going to do post-sport, then you've got nothing. Mm. And then sometimes people, because they've sort of been pushed out the front mm. and then going into the real world, mm. They just can't handle it. Mm, I think so we're going to depression yeah. and anxiety and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So when an injury happens and it finishes your career, it's just mm. So you got to get through everything of the um, the surgery and all that, but also what's going to happen to me. Yeah. So I think I have empathy, but. Um, and then, uh, conversely, if you can play, what do you need to do to get back? Mm. And knowing that you've got to be patient, because if you go too early, too soon, you mm. can bugger it up again. Yeah. So what happens in that one or two years before you can play at the level that you know? You talk about being dropped, and then you go into being a coach. Hmm. So, I mean, do you have empathy then? Does it make it easier or harder in those moments? Because um, I don't think people appreciate how right, there's the highs of coaching, but then there's also, if, especially if someone like you who's a human person, you know, does, does it make it difficult? Like, oh, look, do you have um, to prepare? No. I prepare because being on the other side, um, 
I want to, as a player, mm. and you you get dropped. Mm. I want to know exactly why I've been dropped, and then what's next. Right. So very clean and clear. I don't mm. want any crap. Just tell me straight down the line. Mm-hmm. So that's what I really, I try. I really do. I'm very mindful about that. So they're clean and clear. If they're dropped, what's the next? What's the next thing for them? Mm. What do they need to do to improve? Mm. And then how can I help you? How can we help you or put some supports around that, which Mm. is really important. We don't have 100 million people, so we've got to take care uh, with the people that we have and Mm. make make them help them work through that process. Um, But... I'm bad too, because if if I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. (laughs) Just depending how that person is, (laughs) I'm just so bad. So (laughs) I can't hide my, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You know, so if if she's crying, you know, Mm -hmm. as I say, if I can make sure that they're clean and clear about what they need to do and why, then Mm -hmm. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Whatever my emotions are, I just go with it. What do you what do you do to um, help yourself after that? Because that can be a really hard conversation. It is hard um, because sometimes it's people's lives, mm, yeah, and people who have dedicated or committed themselves for a long time, mm. and that's probably one of the things that I want to really make sure is that you know at the end I'm not saying I'm God or anything mm. like that, but I can impact on somebody's life. I can influence, yeah. so I can make sure that that experience is as positive as possible. Mm. That's really important to me. Mm. So just it's like life just because this happens Mm. what's next for you how can I help support you go through that you know so it's it doesn't change no matter because there's a lot of things that happen Mm -hmm. but that's sort of my overall thinking it's always got to be a win-win situation Mm. or there's got it's got to be a positive relationship even if we're at the end and she's swearing at me at least we get it out and then what's the issues let's move it so we're really clear about that Mm. I think at the end of it, if people can go away knowing that they've been able to voice themselves and mm. say, I say, just tell me. Yeah. That's a lot. Like, and on those moments where you do hold it in, what do you do? What do you do to, to, to get it out? How do you, how do you cleanse that out of um, is it, is it Is it a bit of chicken? Or is no, it, it's not a chicken that does nothing. <laughs> in the older days, it used to be like wine, yeah, some alcohol. Yeah, same, same for me. Same for many, many but people. I thought I was turning into alcoholic. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like far out. And oh, oh, oh one, oh, yeah, not yeah. even one, a bloody whole bottle gone. Yeah. And then, oh, shit, I've got to stop this. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it really doesn't, it numbs it, but don't, yeah. don't do anything. And then, shit, one bottle could turn into two bottles. Easy, because yeah, one yeah, bottle's yeah. too easy, you know. But uh, poor hubby. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, that's, 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 that's why yeah. if, if it's happy at home, mm. then it's easier for me. Mm. And then it just makes life easier. And then our communication is easier. Yeah. So um, he's really good. He's very, um, you know, square. <laughs> but, oh, they don't make sense. Well, just move on, move on. Yeah. Or you need to do this. Or... Yeah. You need to stand up or you need to do whatever. So um, 
Family's always really good. Mm. Kids are good. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty black and white. <laughs> good, pers- good. good perspective. Very good. They give you different um, thoughts about things, and then at the end, they always they move on to the next. Yeah. Hey, just. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, What's routine? Yeah. Can we stop you talking know? that ball? Yeah, now, yeah. Um, Come on, I've got You're some home. things to do. You're yeah. at home, so that's really good too. Do your kids play? Any of your kids play? Um, so when we moved over to Oz, they mm-hmm. did. So I've got four girls, one boy. Oh, man, that uh, poor guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's a new age. He is a lovely boy. Yeah. Oh, Mum, your hair's... Oh, he picks up everything. <laughs> I said... Oh, he'll be fine. Oh, I know. I said, right, open the door. You know, I'm just yeah. to pull out my chair. <laughs> He's going to be fine. He's going to be a terror. He's going to be a terror. I'm telling her what, what his yeah. wife to be would love. So, and he <laughs> listens really well to his mum. Oh, very so good. So he's really good. Um, so when we went over to Oz, they sort of dawdled or didn't do much of netball here. Mm-hmm. We went over to Oz, and then they all played netball. Oh wow! Only because they didn't want to be associated. Mm. with me here right. so they didn't play anything they played over there because no one knew them and no one knew me mm. then when we got to the third year people sort of started so I was able to go to netball court but I had to hide in the trees <laughs> <laughs> so I hide in the trees and then I got the nod when it was really to go and they go Woof, and then I follow behind What's that like? What's that like to go from royalty to hiding in the trees? Is that is that a fun experience? Is that oh, like? Oh, oh, I'm it, fine. Yeah. I will do whatever they say. That's correct. And then I like the door will go. Oh, da, 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 da. I, say, I can help. I can help you. <laughs> you like text, I know, texting advice I know, from the tree. I can, <laughs> I can help you. <laughs> I know what to do. Do you want me to help you? No, no. Okay. <laughs> Sweet as. Eating fried chicken in the shower, more comfortable and socially acceptable than hiding in a bush. Can I talk to you about winning? Yes. And the, the mentality of winning. Because mm-hmm. um, like we've had Katrina all day on here, mm-hmm. and we had her, and she was pre-World Cup, mm-hmm. and you know the last big competition she'd been in. And she'd gone on that journey of being dropped. Yeah. Then you picked her. Yeah. Then you went to the World Cup. Yep. Then you won the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> as as a coach, like seeing that journey for a player, mm. there, like what, what's mentally going through your mind yeah. in the, in those moments? Uh, so I think with a person like Katrina, I, w- the first thing that probably jumps out to my uh, head about mm. her is that she was involved in the Commonwealth Games mm. and at that time she was captain mm. so she took on a lot a huge mm. amount and I don't know if she mentioned that in your interview or anything you know but you know so cap- she was captured crying yeah. and all those sort of things and what she must have gone through mm. Then she's married, yeah. and oh, it's so beautiful. And then she gets dropped by mm. me after that. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, which is a thing. terrible wedding gift. I which think is we can terrible. all agree. You know, yeah. I wasn't even in the honeymoon stage <laughs> by then. And then the good thing is she was able to have, you know. Yeah. So if anything, that may have helped her. And then you know, then they were able to, I don't know, get their marriage going or whatever it may be. But, 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 but for you, downs. as the coach, to see someone. 
and and you pick them. So you know, th there's the dropping, but then you pick them and you take them to the tournament, mm. and then you get to see them. I mean, one of the great images I mean, for our team here at Eating Fried Chicken to have interviewed her, and then that photo where she's like celebrating in the yeah. world. I think I think we reported it faster to ourselves yeah. than the rest of Radio New Zealand. We were like, yeah. Katrina, why are you? But for you as a coach to to make that decision of like like you say when you drop someone. You tell them, you give them all the information they yeah. need to then see someone take that information, yeah. work their way back into yeah. their squad. Is there a fulfillment there for you? Of like, uh, I, I think it's more of themselves, yeah. like their own confidence of who they are, their tenaciousness, their, it really says a lot that they actually want it yeah. and they're committed to do whatever. Yes, they've had some emotional, you know, it's been down for them, mm. but they actually want something really bad mm. and they're willing to either shift or get that communication lines open between me and her. Mm. And if anything, it's it's marks, I think, good character of a person. Mm. And once again, it's always like, who says you can't? Yeah. You know, if you yeah. really want to, you can. And she's a really good story. And then, of course, after that, we go home, so I was coaching an Aussie at the time. Mm. And then, oh, she comes over, gets a contract, <laughs> and then they beat us over there. So she had three medals around her neck. But it's so awesome, yeah. you know. And then out of that, and now people only remember Commonwealth Games for a certain thing, mm. and it hasn't defined who she is because mm. she's been able to rewrite her whole book. Mm. in a year or two years. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. That's a yeah. lifetime sort of moment in time do you take that some, she's done Do you take some pride in your part in that story? Yeah. yeah. I, I do because, if, and I don't know what piece of it, but mm. it's been able to influence or help her in her life mm. to either say for her, do I want to be there or not? Mm. And then she just takes over and does everything, you know, and runs with it and works really hard. Is that part of the it's joy like, of coaching uh, yeah. for you? Is that, is yeah. that part that's, of the buzz? That's, that's you know, it's, uh, winning is in my KPIs. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I don't win, see ya. Yeah. You know, and it's really clean as mustard. You either do or you don't. Mm. That's part of it. But it ain't going to be all of it for me. Yeah. It's, it's those moments that people, that you're in a group of people and it's amazing. You know, like we are who we are. Mm. We know what our weaknesses are. We know what our strengths and oh, bugger it. Mm. Let's go and sing. Let's do yeah. everything where we've got no inhibitions and we're just doing it, you know? Yeah. And we're yeah, enjoying yeah. the moment. And that is a lifetime. It's a lifetime yeah. experience where she will always think back, go, do you remember in <laughs> 2000 or 1999? Yeah, yeah. And you'll always remember that time. Yeah, yeah. And that piece is something that's really dear to me. Yeah. It's cool. Is it... Has it always been that way for you? Like, are you a more competitive coach than you were a player? Like, are you getting more competitive as you go? Or yeah. are you? Like... I I love winning because yeah. there's nothing better. Oh, it's just like. What's oh. it do for you? What's it do when you're when you're winning? It's it's probably more the performance out there, right? You know, so once again, but if you get the performance right, you're going to win. 
right. anyway. Yeah. But it's that, that, you know, like, there's so much, it's like your prep that goes into it. Like, mm. everything's got to be right. Everything's mm. on. To, not only one person, but the whole group. Yeah, yeah. So it's getting all that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couldn't man. have done anything. Yeah. And if we lost, it's just because we didn't know or right. there's just a gap somewhere. Yeah. And that's all right because it's a learning. Right. Then next time. <sighs> Nothing so, better, man. I would say if if it was like, it'd be the closest thing to being like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. You're like Netball's Beyonce, I think. I mean, that's the, you're, you're the queen. The people pay. You're like, you even got the last name. You got that word. No, you're Knowles. Yeah. You're Queen oh. Knowles. Oh. <laughs> Queen, yeah, see, there you go. Take that to the Silver Ferns training camp. That's cool. <laughs> I want to apologise to the Silver Ferns yeah. that your coach is yeah, going to be I'm unbearable coming. this season. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, yeah. Yeah. What What makes you happy away from winning, away from that ball? Yeah. Like in, the, in the off season, what makes you happy? You know, I've got a... Um, uh, actually, last year, so we were... Um, I was chucking everything out in my house and mm. we just relocated back yeah. and I had this box and it had all these pieces of paper yeah. and it's like 10 years ago yeah. and it was when I was like in uh, New Year's, what's my New Year's resolution going to be? Oh, that's way gone now. Yeah. Happy. I want to be happy and then had what is happy? Uh, happy home, yeah. sun, yeah. warmth and a clean house. That's it. That's it. Sun, warmth, and a clean and, house. And a happy house. Yeah. That's amazing. Sun, warmth, and a happy home. And that's yeah. it for you? That's, that's the peace. That's the safe place. That's the, that's that's the calm. That's awesome. How much, how much is joy related to winning? Joy's yeah. Joy, enjoyment. Um, but I don't, I don't mean in terms of, hey, we win, we're nah, happy. But nah. I mean, like, the journey, the journey being a happy yeah, journey, yeah. like, even if it's hard. Yeah. Like, it's, because, you know, when we talk about elite training and getting it, how important is it to have a positive mindset and not an arduous mindset yeah. when, you're, when you're doing all of that? Well, it's always that thing, and I know people, you know, it's the same sort of adage, you know, your glass is half empty or mm. half full. Mm. Um, and it's easy for somebody to say, hey, my glass is full. Mm. And somebody else, well, why do you fill your glass up? You know, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But, and it's easy for somebody else to say, this is what you should see. Mm. But at the end of it, and I said to the players, we're really lucky. Mm. We are so lucky because people come and pay for us. One, we represent our country. Mm. Not very many people can represent your country, Absolutely. stand on that line, sing that goddamn national anthem. <laughs> yeah. yes. People uh, pay for you. Yeah. Some of it is a lot of money. Mm. So they actually want to see you play. Mm. Then other people aspire to be like you. Mm. They're young, they want to be a silver fern. Mm. So we should be really grateful by one, that they can actually play and this is our chosen career mm. really, because it's an opportunity to influence others. Mm. And I, I really think that's really what it's all about, that this moment of time we've got something to do and mm. we can do something that's going to make a difference to somebody else's life or way of thinking. Mm. We're lucky, man. Um, sometimes we don't. We take it for granted, and that's not 
um, you know, that is slowly shifting. But, you know, a lot of women now, or even in other countries, and then that's another good thing with netball, mm. you know, like a lot of them in those societies that are downtrodden yeah. in their own communities, netball is a way for them to get out and play. Mm. You know, so um, it's cool to be a part of. So I, at the end, it's always about people. Is there a, is, is there another joy. joy? That's joy. Yeah. You know, I, I want people to be able to stand in their own mana. You know, and, and what that means, where, where I fit in that picture, I'll help whatever. Whether I have to go that way or go that way. And usually I sort of know with people where I need to fit, but mm. I'm happy to sit back or just hold your hand or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm happy for that. But at the end, I want people to stand in their own mana. Mm. And whatever that is, is absolutely fine. And I think I love that, mm. you know, because I just think, for me, that's what it's all about. That's what sport's about. That's what my role is. Mm. Um, yes, it is coach, but those are the other things that bring me joy. Awesome. Mm. Um, we ask this of every uh, person uh, who comes into the shower because it is my safe space and uh, the chicken and everything. Yeah. Is there anything um, that you would like to share mm. while you're here? Any, any, anything we haven't talked about? Anything that's on your mind? Anything you'd like to leave here in the shower while we're eating chicken before you go? <sighs> Oh, you know, you spoke about my dad, and it was quite interesting because when I got asked to do this interview, and mm. I thought, mm, you know, <laughs> and I sort of think about my own sort of ups and downs, mm. but with maybe what other people are going through, I've got no idea, you know. So mm. um, I, uh, when he passed or prior to him passing, mm. it's quite interesting sometimes because they hold on to a lot. Mm. And then uh, as he was sort of going through those stages that th stories come out. Mm. And a big one that came out was when he was in Vietnam and I was sort of thinking of um, the mental side and what, what, the, what a lot of those um, veterans went through mm. and then coming back. Mm. But also how that influenced or impacted on his life. Mm. You know, some of those things I would think, you know, um, they're amazing stories and then I hear that when he's nearly dead yeah. and it's terrible. I, yeah. Not in saying that respect, but it makes me more prouder. Mm. of his ability to be able to voice that even though he had like a week later or whatever mm. but he can actually voice that yeah. you know and and having that courage mm. to be able to do that because then other people get to understand or have a connection or resonate with the stories mm. you know and, and I think that's a big thing and one thing that I keep harping back on is having an environment and he would always say the people will talk. Mm. You gotta let the, you gotta ask the question because if you don't ask the question, they're not gonna answer it. Mm. But then also their offset is that they can stand in their own manner and tell me what they want, mm. and that's the amazing thing. You know, that's the most uh, that's that's the world cup in itself, and then they go on and influence others. Mm. You know, so people in that space is how they can get the courage to say what's happening in their own lives because until they can say that 
than people don't know. Mm. You know, so it's been massive and maybe at the time when he was going through that, I was more wanting to listen because mm. I knew it was only a short time. Mm. But just those moments in time that you learn from and you take that and you put in your back pocket for the next time that comes out and to be a better person. It's very cool. Yeah. As being in the shower with you, which is very cool as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And thank you for coming in and, and, and sharing your stories. And uh, and for, I think a lot of people will be listening to this and thinking about how they can stand in their own mana. Yeah, cool. And I think that's a really cool thing to share. Yeah, cool. Also, uh, congrats on the awards and the World oh, Cup too. It's pretty choice. <laughs> so I'm going to ride that way. I'm going to ride it. <laughs> Before I get tsunamied off. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So good. Thank um, you. Thank you. Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower was produced for RNZ by Charlie Bleakley and Fruit and Nuts Limited. And presented by me, James Nokise. The engineer was Blair Stagpool. The executive producers for RNZ were Justin Gregory and Tim Watkin. Subscribe to our podcast however you just found this podcast. Or, if you're listening on the radio, go to RNZ's podcast page and look for the chicken. And when you rate us, only give us five stars. Remember, more stars, more chicken. And if you want to share your safe space or comfort food, tweet me at James Nokise. If you need support, text 1737. Or for more resources on mental health, check the fried chicken webpage at rnz.co.nz. If you're experiencing COVID-19 related mental health issues, go to health.govt.nz and search for COVID-19 mental health and well-being resources. We'll also link to it on the RNZ page. Faftailafa, matewa. Botox Cosmetic, Adobotulinum Toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.